You're listening to a special edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all across the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. On this very special edition, we're going to provide you with tales from the trail daily as we ride our bikes across the state of Iowa as a part of the RAGBRAI route inspection team. Well, here we are on the second day of the RAGBRAI route inspection pre-ride. It is Monday, June 6th. Day two is complete. That's right. And, well, I'll say it feels good. It does feel good. Yes, we have had uh, one heck of a day. As far as mileage, what was the mileage, Andrea? It was 71.2 miles with 1,694 feet of climb. Ah. And, And today on RAGBRAI will be College Jersey Day and People for Bikes Day. Ooh, yeah, okay. so very a cool mix of days. College Jersey Day is pretty self-explanatory. You wear the college jersey that you might be affiliated with. Go UNI Panthers. Go Iowa Hawkeyes and Butler. Okay. Thank you. And we also celebrate People for Bikes, which is a really, really cool cycling advocacy organization. Yes, national, nonprofit. You can actually become a People for Bikes member by just going to their website I don't think it costs anything. And then you can see so many good things that they are doing at a national level. Yeah. And when they say it's free, it is actually free. Yes. So, yeah. And I do think that's funny because some of our pre-riders today were wearing people for bikes gear. So they were just cheering along for a real RAGBRAI. I have a really large people for bikes hat. It's like a large straw hat. That's a favorite on RAGBRAI. So you may see me wearing that in a couple months. Ooh, and I used to have a really cool People for Bikes ball cap, but do we want to talk about what happened to that? Uh, my dog ate it. Her dog ate it. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. Anyway, back to uh, route inspection ride day number two. Yes. We went from Ida Grove all the way to here we are in Pocahontas. That's right. Iowa. That's right. So we should talk about the day. Yeah, it was a great day. Now, on the pre-ride, it was quite rainy and it was quite windy yes of course it won't be the same on rag bright no. but but i feel like this is a really good opportunity to remind you that when you're out biking it's a good idea to bring a raincoat along mm-hmm. in your bike bag it's also a good idea if it starts to rain to just be cautious be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. and maybe when you're going down those downhills check your brakes and i don't mean that in a jerky way i mean right. just make sure your brakes are clear of water and functioning properly Right. And, you know, the the roads have been pretty darn good quality, but you never know when it's raining, you know, especially if it's raining a lot, you can't quite see what's underneath that little puddle. So I think it should be common sense. But when you have a ton of cyclists around you, like my rule of thumb is you always need to be aware of what's in front of you. So if the person in front of you is maybe doing something they shouldn't be or stopping abruptly, it's on you to make sure that you stop in time. That's right. So, and I say wearing a rain jacket. I mean, no one's going to melt out on RAGBRAI, but mm-hmm. wearing a rain jacket will make a big difference as to your comfort level mm-hmm. because it's really easy to get cold out there in the rain, especially if it's a little windy. And I like to pack both a rain jacket and a little packet of those hot hands that you can put in your hand or your shorts or whatever so that you don't have to be freezing cold. 
Yes. Yep. And thank you, by the way, for one of your hot hands. <laughs> You're welcome. Because I had it in my pocket whenever <laughs> we'd stop. And it was it was a cold rain. You know, again, yeah. we're in the beginning of June. So it's definitely um, much colder than in theory it will be on Real Rag Bri. But exactly. Anyway, let's right. get into the route. All right. So our first town of the day was Galva. Mm-hmm. And what I, a nice town it was. I will tell you the cool thing about Galva Actually, before I tell you about Galva, here is something amazing about every single town that we've come through yesterday and today, including all the way through Pocahontas, is every town has amazing welcome signs. Yeah. I'm talking about like sculptures or wooden signs, you know, welcome, blah, 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 whatever, you know, <laughs> their, whatever their claim to fame may be. Galva has two welcome oh. signs. Oh, because if you guys are looking at a map, we cross Highway 20. And as we're crossing Highway 20, there's a welcome to Galva sign there. And then it's about, I don't know what, a half a mile or three-fourths of a mile till you actually get into town. And as you get into town, there's another really cool sign. So yeah. um, I jokingly said this yesterday, but make sure you have enough film in your camera. <laughs> or your phone is charged up because there, there are go. some great photo ops. Yes. And we made a stop in Galva at the Sizzle and Jay Bar and Grill. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a great bar. And on the ride, they're going to have a big breakfast buffet. And they're known for their barbecue. And they're known for catering to large events. Mm. They're going to be ready for Ragbri. Mm. So that's one of the local businesses that's going to be open. There's also going to be a Chris Cakes. So you have the first, the main square where you ride into Galva. And there's these businesses. But then you go just a little further. And there's a beautiful park that's going to mm. have Chris Cakes and some other vendors as well as like a wine on wheels breakfast pizza you name it so it's gonna be a great breakfast stop and that is only 13.3 miles into your day oh nice yeah very very cool and another um back to photo ops mm. this is kind of the start the whole day there were the there are huge windmills everywhere but what i've noticed i i remember at least three there are windmills that are accessible from the route oh so yeah for all of you who have never seen one of the actual windmills, you know, they look cool from your car, but when you're right on it, you can, well, I think it does say no trespassing, but let's just say, <laughs> let's just say but that if one would, if you would accidentally walk, it's just basically a gravel road, maybe an eighth of a mile or from the road, from the road. You <laughs> okay. Can yes. Better. Yes. yes. Okay. The windmills are are massive yeah they're they really massive are. Yeah. but anyway they are right on the route i mean of course you can see them in the distance but right on the route before you get to galva and then there's several after galva so yeah. that that's my uh photo op second i love photo that op. i yeah. love that okay mm -hmm. so galva was great do you have anything else to add about galva just that uh we are crossing highway 20 so um, we did some a little bit of testing today, mm -hmm. which is, you know, the reason that we have the route inspection. And it sounds like um, Matt has it nailed as far as having state troopers there and um, crowd control as well as traffic control. So sure. that's that was a, a good thing that we were, we went through today. Yeah, really, the amount of time that we're on Highway 20 is maybe 100 yards. It's quite short. Mm -hmm. And we go from the... Uh, I believe it's M25 onto 20 and directly into yeah. a turning lane. Yes. So it's not like you're even on like the two lane highway. It felt really safe, even though we didn't have the troopers with us today yes. and we didn't ask them. So it's not, they weren't ignoring us or anything like that, but we just, <laughs> we, it felt 
like it was as safe as it could be. So I know they're going to have us have our backs on that ride and it's going to be yes. not as bad as you may be anticipating. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we leave Galva and the next town is Shaler. Shaler. And their theme is going to be popping in for a good time because Shaler is the popcorn capital of the world. Yes. And I did find out today why they are the popcorn capital of the world. Oh, do tell. Not one, not two, but three companies manufactured their popcorn here in Shaler. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I know. So, you know, now it's 2022. The only business still manufacturing in Shaler is Jolly Time. Oh. But I'm sure we've all had a Jolly Time treat of popcorn at some time. Well, I sure do love Jolly Time popcorn. Yes. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. And we um, had our break in the library, yeah. uh, the Shaler Library, and met Brenda. So hello, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. I know. She's also the library director in a, another small town, and I do not recall what she said. But in the back of the library, there was some really cool Shaler memorabilia. So, you know, we're talking like high school jackets and uh, gym bags and mm. all kinds of fun memorabilia. But there was also a popcorn section. So we got to see Jolly Time, you know, what it used to look like 50 years ago, plus um, the other two brands. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So Shaler is going to have, in addition to, I don't know if the library is going to be open, just maybe if you come back. Actually, if you want to scout out the route ahead of time on July 8th and 9th, it is their Popcorn Day celebration. Oh, yes. So that would be a really cool time to come back. Um, in addition to that, they're going to have a tractor display, which is cool for people who aren't used to living in an agricultural community, or if you're really interested in antique tractors, they're also going to have an avenue of flags. And of course, the Shaler Chamber is going to be serving popcorn. Hello. That's right. I mean, one of the best biking snacks because it's got your salt, it's got your butter. I mean, and you, me you can actually stuff popcorn in your jersey pocket and enjoy it all afternoon. Yes, exactly. So the fire department will be serving Gatoring and bananas, and there'll also be a smoothie vendor, wine on wheels again, and um, all sorts of other vendors that if you didn't want to stop in Galva, Shaler's your place. Mm. And I mean, popcorn alone is yeah. my reason for I mean, you to had stop. me at popcorn. <laughs> yeah. And so, then there were, I mean, we, we have to give a shout out to those kids that were there this morning. Yes, yes. There were two girls and I don't remember their names, but they were really cute and they were selling lemonade and bracelets. And I'll tell you, we all bought something. Yes, we all have bracelets. Yep. So. And they were also selling bars and the drinks and it was really cool. So yeah. if you see a little small lemonade stand, go and buy some stuff from those girls because they were real entrepreneurs. Yes, yes. Okay, so we leave Shaler and next town is one of my favorite towns to pronounce. Go right ahead. Nemaha. That's right. <laughs> and the way I remember how to say it is I sing a song in my head, kind of like if you remember Ricola, are they throat lozenges? Uh-huh. Yeah. Ricola. <laughs> so in my head I say Nemaha. <laughs> I love it. And it was a great town to stop in. Mm-hmm. Um, Nemaha is known for having dancing tractors. And that would be tractors driving around each other in an intricate display and I believe I have talked about them on the podcast before so I'm going to it further but they also have a restaurant called Hazel's Restaurant which is very famous mm. and um, a National History Society and they are actually in the process of raising money for the Historical Society and they or is that in Newell no that's Nemaha 
Yes. Yeah, okay. You're right, you're right. So they are working on um, getting that to be even more amazing than it already is. Oh, they were just such great hosts. As soon as we rolled up to Nemaha, we could smell them grilling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hope that's for us. And then it was. Yes. And that was just ugh, amazing. <laughs> and the food was delicious. And they have a great shelter. And they have a little baseball diamond t- tucked behind it. Yep. It's just a really nice place to relax and take a break as you had before you head on your way. Yes, definitely. Okay, so from Nemaha, <laughs> we uh, ended up at least our last mile or so, we ended up getting a police escort. And I don't know that it, we really needed a police escort. I think we always need a police escort. Well, we do, but I think cool. they just wanted to be part of the day. Yeah. And this, the, let's see, we had a police car in the front of our group and then we had a fire rescue, was it a pickup truck? I don't really yes. know what it was. It was but like a souped up pickup truck. Souped up to the max. The tires are really tall. So I'm sure that we'll see those vehicles again. In Newell. Yes. Yes. Um, and that was my first opportunity. I love, if you know me, you know that I love to collect photos of myself in or with fire trucks. <laughs> so this is my first opportunity of the 2022 route inspection to get yes. my photo in the fire truck. And it was incredible. Awesome, yes. And yes. they were escor- escorting us to the Country Club golf course. That's right. And I don't remember if it's just simply called the Newell Municipal Course, I think it was called. I believe that's correct. Um, but the, the cool thing when you first pull in is they, I don't know if a tree maybe died, fell over, who knows, or they know, but we don't know. But they actually, somebody sculpted it into a giant bear. Yeah, a bear holding a sign of beer. <laughs> yeah, a bear holding a sign of beer, and then he, there's a golf flag right above it. So It's really cool. Um, if you look at Instagram, I'm sure you'll see I'm Andrea's. Positive you will. Yes. And Newell's theme is one in a melon, like a watermelon, which ah. is awesome. And they are one in a melon. Yes, and that is kind of their town theme. They have watermelon days and all of that kind of thing and they really did a great job for us they had all kinds of nonprofits set up um, showing us what they may have on ragbri and i well i'll tell you what you tell me what you like and then i'll tell you what i okay liked. well it was nearly impossible to pick a favorite because they were all so good yes and they're also friendly there was barbecue pork and chicken there was dr pepper floats there was the newell fonda Athletic Boosters had pie with homemade ice cream. Oh, yes. The Buena Vista County pork producers were there. But my absolute favorite, just by a hair, was Staley. The restaurant, or the caterer called Staley, had chicken drumsticks and steak sandwiches. Whoa. Oh, my God. Those chicken drumsticks and tenders were just incredible. So That wh- sounds amazing. What was your favorite? So I'm sure most people who've listened to this podcast long enough know that I am a vegetarian, Mm. but they had dill pickle station. Okay. Mm. So they had huge dill pickles. They had, they cut up in chunks. So that was amazing. But they also took dill pickles and made ice cubes. And so, you know, if you're into Bloody Mary's, putting a dill pickle ice cube is awesome if you're not into bloody mary's it would still be an amazing addition to your water bottle yes i know i was kind of cramping up today my legs were kind of cramping and that would have been just the right thing to fix that yes and what they're doing for ragbri is they're going to actually do um what do you call them like freezy pops oh yeah but it will be pickle juice with some sort of electrolyte so Mm. whether it's electrolyte you know water or i'm not sure if they know yet what they're doing but it will be an electrolyte with pickle juice in a frozen 
a little bag, like a freezy pop. Yeah. Amazing. And those, um, the girls were raising money for the library mm. and specifically for the children's section of the library. So that's, so that's cool. just one example, but it was really cool that they're all, they all have something they're very passionate about. Yeah. Newell's going to be a great place for lunch. They're going to have over 10 vendors, um, including Ed Tweet, who does all the tattoos, the temporary oh, tattoos, yeah, which yeah. everybody loves from year to year and the necklaces and jewelry, etc. So it's going to be a really great place to stop. Yes. And However, if you're ready to move on and you want to go to Fonda instead, we're quite fond of Fonda. I'm fond of Fonda. Indeed. Yes. Very fond of Fonda. And I was telling Andrea um, when we were peddling to Pocahontas that the last time we came through Fonda, for some reason, me and my team were very passionate about, you know, the Fonda police car, the Fonda library, <laughs> the Fonda, you know, everything had the word Fonda on it. It was just <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So it... I I had a blast there. Yeah, yep. And when you roll into town, you'll see a Casey's first thing. So if you need to pick something up, you can grab yep. it there. Um, and then just immediately after that, directly on the route, is a big, beautiful, shady park. Yes. In which they're going to have all their vendors. They're going to have a slip and slide. Ooh. And they have a pool. Very, very cool. The slip and slide should be pretty fun. I think it's yeah. going to be fun. And at this point, you're probably bored of seeing them, but you're also going to get some amazing views of windmills coming into Fonda. Sure, so yeah. I was a pretty big fan of that. Yeah. Um, and that, I believe, dare I say, that was my second or third piece of pie today. Oh my gosh, yes we were. The pie was so good. We were treated like kings and queens with pie today. Yes, yes. And from there... Pocahontas. Roll into Pocahontas. I know. Pokey. Yeah. We made it. Now there's all kinds of cool things in Pocahontas, but since we just arrived, we'll have to like save them for the morning because I know there's the huge, is it wooden, the statue of Pocahontas? I'm not sure what or metal. she's made out of. Mm -hmm. I do have a couple of favorites in Pocahontas that I can name right off the top of Ooh, my head. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I really love going to the zone, which is a bowling alley and they have great drinks and they have bowling, obviously, and mm -hmm. delicious food. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if they're going to be open on Rag Bride Week or not, but they are worth a shout out because mm -hmm. they're so incredible. And then my other favorite is Aspen Leaf Cafe, which is a coffee shop. So, And that's funny because that's on my list as well. Yeah. Robbie, who owns the Aspen Leaf Cafe, um, will probably, I guess this is a sneak peek, but We'll be on a future podcast, she, so you will, yeah. you will learn more about Robbie. But. Yeah, so I, there's more to offer. I know we're going to an additional location for dinner, so we'll have to touch on that tomorrow. Awesome. All right, well, I think that's a wrap for today, right? Yes, it was just another wonderful day of biking, and I can't wait to bring you all with us. Yes. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, just go bike. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike! <laughs>